टीएफजी फुटबॉल इज एन आई वी एम प्रोडक्शन एंड यू कैन ऑल्सो चेक आउट अदर ऑसम शोज लाइक गीक फ्रूट विद फेलो एंड टेलीविजन गीक स्टेज जिश्नो एंड दिनकर एज द डिस्कस द वर्ल्ड ऑफ साइंस फिक्शन एंड नॉट कल्चर You're listening to TFG Football. Well, it's a new episode and a new day, a new week, and here we are once again bringing you all the updates of Indian football. It's the TFG Indian Football Podcast, and it's time to talk about football. Well, it was a great weekend action and a lot of football happening. I am your host, Jim Matthew, who gets you everything, all the updates. Uh, who also puts Kevin's job at ease because don't worry, Kevin, you will be hosting very soon. <laughs> I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna give you the limelight with, with you and, and change it. And along with you, there'll be a few listeners <laughs> who will go away. No, 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 that doesn't <laughs> matter. I'm sure they'll be like, oh God, thank God she's gone. So, well, I also had Chiranjeev joining us via phone call, and what a weekend, right, boys? Amazing weekend because uh, certain surprises, certain top, you know, topple of the points table, and guess who's sitting on the top of the points table in I League? It's Neroka, the debutants. Uh, drum roll, please! And uh, crazy stuff, right? Uh, one loss can do. That's that's what a loss and a win can do, right? Uh, Churchill are known. I'm going to start, you know, anyhow the way I want because that's how interesting the matches were. So I'm not going to go in any order. Churchill are known for the party poopers, you know, for second half of the season, and that's what they've been doing. I'm sure they must be having some phone call with Derek Pereira. <laughs> I'm telling you, some behind-the-scenes action going on. But Kevin, coming to you, what a match that was! Two-one victory to Churchill, and that just put Minerva's winning run—not just the winning run or being—it just puts an end to for them to be uh, on top of the points table. But not probably not for too long because they have a match coming up. But still, Neruka have done brilliant. Yeah, I, I, you know, this is good for the league. I I would say you know uh, you have a little entertainment factor where things you know ha- that have been working in one way you know, there's a slight disruption and Churchill you know did that perfectly right uh, Minerva having a great run and uh, no doubt uh, they did put up a great performance against Churchill uh, it was a close close game two one again uh, suggests that uh, it it wasn't much difference between both sides uh, especially when you know uh, uh, there there is a penalty involved. No penalty always, you know, has raised eyebrows whether this was the legitimate penalty or no. Referees' uh, decision are always questionable, but I think uh, eh, coming coming to that penalty miss uh, will it hurt them for a long time? Is yet to see. And we already seen uh, uh, Nerawaka taking advantage of that. Uh, it could have been two all. It could have been three two to either ways. But final score says two one to Churchill Brothers, and Churchill Brothers are. Had a team though last season also they picked up pace only after uh, certain technical changes were made into the uh, the formation and the positions of the players were changed shuffled a bit. Uh, this time it's it's not Derek Pereira yes uh, it's the Alfred. <laughs> All right, uh, but uh, I think I think it's a good result for Churchill Brothers uh, because not just we're not looking just at Minerva. who were trying to stay on the top churchill also trying to pull up themselves up from the from the danger zone and uh, luck has been on on their side now uh, consistently uh, they could have got some more results in their favor but yeah this is where we are now uh, churchill have uh, come to a safer zone as of now hmm. but uh, Let's hope for for a good finish to this league. It's already okay. so excited. Yeah, Chiranjeev. Now, great stuff, right? I mean, when you look at the three uh, 
teams that are sitting on the points table the first three na niraga goda win minerva lost and east bengal goda thriller towards the end uh, <laughs> they got a goal against indianaros right to go above rivals bagan on the points table so crazy stuff going on uh, between the top 3 Yeah, well, the East Bengal versus Indian Arrows game. I thought uh, I was watching a CFL game. You know, it's it's like they are taking on uh, a team uh, that's much less in experience. Uh, is not supposed to be a match for them. Yet they just go out and put on a you know big-hearted show and almost hold them. But then again, in the extra time, they just do some foggy time magic and uh, get a goal and get that win. uh that's the story of cfl basically but uh you know it's, it's it was interesting to see that happening in uh i league and it's also an indication that east bengal are more or less back you know after the uh, derby loss after the draw against nenawa punjab they more or less boiled over we covered that uh, whole uh, uh protest thing and uh, even on the match day uh, on on sunday and through yesterday they were uh, holding a lot of rallies and uh, protests uh, from the fans who were up, up against the officials uh, who did not like the way the club was being run and uh, this win by the skin of their teeth uh, yeah it it sort of gives a lifeline to their title hopes it sort of gives a lifeline to the officials the first one is i think every east bengal fan will be glad for the second one uh, i i i think it comes back to bite them uh, bite them in the ass in the long term because every single time it happens in east bengal and mohan bagan that uh, they uh, the like you know they just get a win and once the team wins you you can't say anything uh, against the people who are running the team because mm. the, the team won so uh, the officials get a lifeline and they can keep up their aggressive style of management for for a bit longer <laughs> uh, and if they can win a trophy you know that that secures their future for the next 2 years yeah. so yeah <laughs> that's, that's that's the dilemma of these two clubs you know yeah uh, absolutely so yeah Yeah, but uh, actually, the uh, what I'm actually interested in, uh, you know, discussing today in detail is what happened on Friday. I mean, atrocity, atrocity after atrocity. I I don't remember a game like this. Like um, uh, the Churchill brothers, Minerva Punjab had it a little bit of that. Uh, uh, I think Minerva Punjab were denied a penalty, uh, and uh, then uh, I'm sure we'll come uh, come back to discuss this in detail. Pune City versus Kerala Blasters. City, I know you you like Kerala Blasters. I don't think they deserve that win. Of course not. <laughs> how how can how can three penalties be denied to yeah. Pune City and then and then they are given a consolation penalty that wasn't a penalty? Great yeah, I mean, it looks awesome. like it's. It looks like yeah. uh, you know the referees. Uh, not just for that match, we saw we saw it in the derby, or was it? I think it's one of the East Bengal and Bagan involved. Uh, I think it was the derby, right? So the second derby that was played. I mean, the referee, uh, you know, making up for the mistake that happened the first time. The, the first one looked like it looked like a penalty, but not not given. The second one did not look like a penalty, but given because oh, probably I'm making up for the show that I forgot to do. So that's how it's but been, three, you know. Three, three. In one half, like yeah. uh, two in first half, one in second half, three penalties denied to a team. How can how can you have that? Yeah. Like all the all the uh, you know pro- protests against the VAR that I hear that uh, it's expensive, it can uh, hold up the game. Uh, we don't know how this will affect the entertaining factor of the match. No man, people are out there to win. That's the prior like primary objective of any team. And if 
mistakes this turn a game like we saw that there is no argument that the game did not uh, go the way it was supposed to because of those decisions so you you can't have that it's not fair fair to the fans who are paying money to see it it's not fair to the players who are putting it all out there it's not even fair to sikke vinith and uh, jaisi chand singh who scored really good goals and yeah. now that is being overshadowed by uh, this this uh, bullshit conversation that we are having about the referee call it's not fair to anybody it's not flattering to the leagues also i league is having a shit year in refereeing isl is having a shit year in refereeing it's it just paints a very bad picture of indian football that tells you like even if you work hard hmm. somebody in there will make a mistake and there's no way to correct it yeah. and and you just end up paying for it that's, that's just not how it should go yeah. you know yeah indian football Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's ridiculous because uh, just like the Chiranjit said, we've we've seen some amazing goals, and you know, because of some uh, stupid decision on the field, and not just that. I mean, even the fans causing ruckus is kind of uh, being a pain in the ass uh, in this season. Because again, we saw in Pune, and Pune are known for that. The local, I don't know who it is, whether it's the uh, actual fans who come to watch the game or the localites. Because even uh, during when Mumbai FC was there, and even when they used to go to watch Pune games, like Pune FC, it's, it's going on. This is going on since then. So whether it's a Pune FC game or DSK match, they've been uh, disturbed, they've been hurt, they've been thrown stuff at, and that same thing happened again in Pune when after the match uh, of Kerala Blasters. So I think it's all of these things just take away the good food. football that happens on the field whether it's a referee's bad decision whether it's these fans creating stupidity i don't know kevin what do you have to say about all these and especially the season it's like too much uh it's more power to the fans now you know they they feel uh, uh there is a need for them to show their aggression in a way that uh disrupts their own you know team's feelings or or some sometimes it is uh, you know genuinely a mistake so you have to take it in the spirit of the game but you know fans turning up violently and you know show, showing their protest in a you know much more uncivilized way it really hurts it hurts everybody not just the winning team or a losing team it's just for the ma- management of the stadium it's just a difficult time for all so you know there, there are ways to to protest uh, we, mm. we've seen in the past uh, there are, just for example you just brought up the topic of mumbai fc uh, last season we saw the protest by mumbai fc players it was peaceful it was uh, i wouldn't say uh, too not, polite see, yeah, but that's the thing it's not yeah. a protest here it's just being violent and showing off your uh, your team is lost so you want to show that to your opponent fan but what are the fans that but i don't think it represents the fan yeah. culture it, it, it's those elements you know that get mixed around with the genuine fans and they bring a bad name to the actual mm. uh, true supporters mm. yeah i mean uh, all of these i mean as long as nobody's hurt off the field or on the field things are okay you can go on with the banter with whatever but don't get physical out there the players are there to do that on the field and certain things sometimes doesn't happen now again here we saw again what i'm you know mentioning chiranjit mentioned like two amazing goals we saw in that particular match and that's being overshadowed with this rubbish referee talks and what happened off the field but let's come back to good football Shilong you know, before before yeah. you do huh. Sijo, uh, yeah. you know two things i want to point out okay. like i think it it's very ugly what happened between the two sets of fans hmm. but i think the uh, you know pune city management should be happy that finally people are caring that their team is losing because <laughs> you don't you don't know you don't know for sure that actual fan culture exists and not just a bunch of spectators until they get angry when their team is treated badly <laughs> yeah. and it's, it's a very uh, I'll probably like get some uh, stick for saying this, but 
until this is how you know that the people people just lose their sense of logic and uh, act out when uh, not necessary yeah, also i mean in a in a way okay chalenge but i would like to disagree on that point because it's not necessary you know it can be those people who it's just not come an excuse. It's yeah not an i know excuse, i know not, not an excuse phenomenon. yeah i i understand what okay, you're saying and, and the, i understand and what you're saying the second thing i wanted to sort hmm. of uh, point out was did you see how the coaches did like <laughs> like uh minerva punjab was where uh, rina had a penalty yeah. and uh, khogen singh was just like he he for a moment he had his uh, uh, head on his hand and he was just shaking his head like yeah. he, it, it he, was he, surprising it was yeah. disappointing that it <laughs> exactly. was happening again yeah. and popovich uh, after the first penalty was denied he just he, he was just smiling hopelessly towards the camera hmm. like everybody was like nobody was surprised or outraged at first but it was like shit it's happening again yeah like, i mean we're having one of those popovich is not new to that right he was banned for yeah, <laughs> stating the truth he lost shit when when it was like two two penalties denied three penalties yeah. denied that's when he could not take it anymore and and he acted out but first time he was like ah it's happening again yeah we are here again so it, it's a very bad sign that even the coaches even the players have come to expect bad decisions i mean ashley westwood was talking about We just want to see good refereeing when ATK uh, before ATK were playing Bengaluru FC. Hmm, hmm. You know, so <laughs> that that should not be where we should be as as a, as a footballing nation. That before before the before a match, it's the coaches are not talking about like I hope my players give two hundred percent or whatever. Hmm. I just hope the referee please <laughs> not again. You know, yeah, uh, which is a bit sad. Yeah, absolutely. Now we kind of uh, got together a lot of games together because that's how interesting they were. Whether it was Churchill Minerva, whether it's Neroka in Kerala or East Bengal in the Narrows, because they are in the race. You can still call them there in the title race. Uh, we also spoke about Pune and Kerala. Uh, now we'll touch upon. We'll take a short break here. But on the other side, we have some more interesting stuff because so, some things don't happen the way you want, right? <laughs> Kevin knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Only if this you could see his face right. Now. I, I want to disappear <laughs> in the second half. <laughs> We're going to touch upon that big game, and uh, if you don't know what it is, wait for it. We'll come back to the second half. All of all of the more fun and banter on the other side of the break. Hi, I'm Amit Verma, the host of the weekly podcast, The Scene and the Unseen. In my show, I examine the scene effects and the unintended consequences of public policy and private action. I show how policies meant to help the poor often end up hurting the poor. I've done episodes so far on demonetization, GST, surgical strikes, immigration and MRP and I will continue my forensic assault on the truth in the weeks to come. Catch the show every Monday on the IVM podcast app or any other podcasting app that you prefer or visit seenunseen.in for all the latest updates. Welcome back guys and if you're still guessing on what I spoke about uh, before we slip into a short break uh, for those who got it good enough uh, but for those who didn't hear it is I'm breaking it to you Shillong Lajong played Mohan Bagan and uh, when, while we were previewing somebody was very confident that we're gonna, I mean it's good to be confident right as in there's nothing to lose uh, any which way so just go and say that Shillong will beat Mohan Bagan but certain things don't happen the way you want it Kevin 
Three nil victory to Mohan Bagan. I think Chiranjit will be happy beaming here. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it was good to see Akram and uh, Fayaz. Was it was it Fayaz who got the other goal as well yeah, uh, to yeah. be on the score sheet because they deserved it. And uh, we've seen them from the moment they are on the pitch. They've been amazing for Mohan Bagan. So also kudos to the Bimal Magar. What that's his name? The new lad, uh, the Nepali lad that Mohan Bagan signed. He was also seen on the pitch uh, later in the second half. So Chiranjit, I'm. Coming to you, happy, happy. Yeah, of course. Uh, when was the last time Mohan Bagan won in Shillong? I, I don't even remember. It's, it's probably like four seasons out or something. Uh, and and back then, Shillong Lajong were very different from how they are now. It, it was uh, arguably a much uh, weaker Shillong Lajong uh, comparatively. So not not just the three points. Of course, the three points are appreciated. Uh, the three goals are appreciated. Getting Akram off his bad patch of just coming close and missing time after time. That's good. Sheikh Fayaz deserved the goal after the kind of shifts that he has been put you know, putting in. My uh, you know my happiness or or my satisfaction from the match uh, is centered around how Mohan Bagan kept the shape in the midfield, attacked up the middle. And still the wings are functioning properly. It, I have not seen Mohan Bagan have a comprehensive, wholesome attack since, I think, the, the 2015-16 season. You know, when, when uh, the emphasis just shifted much more towards uh, uh, Sony Norde and, uh, uh, you know, the people in Mohan Bagan thought what worked for them in 2014-15, what won them the league. So, Oh, I think I think we're seeing a much more wholesome team now. Uh, the uh, it's it's just working better than I have ever seen uh, in in recent times. So that was a good thing. Uh, they were not intimidated. The uh, weather, the altitude, everything was a challenge for them. And uh, yeah, it, it's it's just sort of uh, saw them push through the barriers. Shillong Lajong were not doing that bad, by the way. Like Mohan Bagan were in trouble uh, with multiple. Set pieces and uh, Shilton Paul was probably again he's he's just probably having his best season in his career. So uh, all all of that is super satisfactory. Hmm. And uh, I'm gonna pass to Kevin <laughs> now who's gonna give us his opinions on the match. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, I thought you were disappearing. Uh... <laughs> I wish I could. It was a crushing defeat. Uh, no doubt, uh, the youngsters of Mohan Bagan actually stepped up. Uh, the signings were so good. I, I think uh, they're making sense as of now. Uh, they're back in the race, I would say. Uh, total failure from uh, Shilong Rajok. Not a moment that uh, uh, you can determine that this was the po- turning point. There was one you know, mini chance, I would say, that was uh, excellently saved by Shilton Muller just before the halftime. Uh, that was Samuel's shot that was going in. It, I don't think it would have made a difference if the halftime score would have been one all, because you know Mohan Bagan knew what they were doing and uh, they were more comfortable on the pitch. Uh, Shillong Lojong really didn't get off to any start. So two goals that came in the second and the third goal were quite late. You know, uh, you could have expected a one nil finish, but uh, the way Mohan Bagan played. I felt uh, the three nil was deserving. A uh, mm. lot more chances created uh, than those three goals. Shillong uh, Rajon, I really don't want to mm. no, yeah. spo- spoil it's the okay. mood by talking. It's okay. It's okay. Things happen. It should happen in life. But since we're sticking to I League, uh, let's talk about the other game that happened uh, since we spoke about the others. Let's just talk about this as well. Chennai versus Isol FC. It was a one all draw. Uh, surprise there. 
Kevin? Ah, Chennai City. <laughs> they, they, they've uh, managed to pull some upsets this uh, this yeah. season. Uh, Mohan Bagan was one of them. Just uh, looking at as well. Yeah. They're just not there anymore. Yeah. Uh, so we will see a new champion, yeah. obviously. Uh, as well as not, uh, not no, even getting to a f- place where you no know, last season where, yeah. where we thought, Difficult. okay, uh, uh, this is the point where they're going to you know, uh, you know break away. But it's it's just you know falling apart for for as well FC, uh, especially uh, the the time when they came back from the, uh, the Champions League. I don't think uh, it's hurt them so much that they want to do well in the I League. Mm. It, it does happen when when a team last season they didn't have anything else to play apart from the I League. Obviously, the federation yeah. was a uh, federation camp was afterwards. Right. Mohan Bagan also was caught in that situation. Uh, uh, so th- this does happen to a team if if you're not sorted, you know, uh, your plans ahead. As well, FC are just caught up in that. You know, they've lost the Champions League now, the AFC Cup that they look forward to. So I League may, may obviously will take a hit, and it's already hmm. showing in their game. Yeah. But great play by Chennai City. Absolutely. Uh, so like we we always like to compare things here, right? So we always compare as well with Leicester City winning it. The thing is, so you can compare right now also. Even we don't know where Leicester City is <laughs> roaming around the points table. So yeah, we'll have a new champion in Premier League as well. Siranjit, coming to you. Chennai versus as well FC. Chennai being the usual candidates for just like Churchill for party purpose there. Yeah, well, uh, I I still think Chennai uh, City are uh, prime candidates for relegation, yeah. and uh, yeah. this will be especially uh, uh, disappointing for them because they needed that they went out knowing that a win gives them a, an advantage in the relegation race and uh, puts Aizol FC in danger here. So um, look, Aizol FC are playing in Asia for the first time. Okay, and uh, and this is the first time I think since they joined I League that they had to uh, you know think about two or three competitions uh, simultaneously. So it's not easy, you know. The the strategy strategizing is very different. The uh, the quality of play is very different. What you ask of your players is very different. And we have seen Mohan Bagan falter. We have seen Bengaluru FC falter, trying to manage uh, these two very different competitions at the same time. Uh, and and they they. They're used to doing it. They've been doing it for a few years, back to back. Aizol FC doing it for the first time, especially playing that uh, away match in such challenging circumstances. You could see that they're just not ready. You know, uh, Iran was a bit cold. You go over to Coimbatore, not the coldest place out there. Uh, playing an afternoon game, uh, it, it, it's. It's understandable that they would not be 100%, and uh, somehow Chennai City can take a little bit of advantage uh, against them. I would be I would be surprised if Chennai City, sorry, if Aizol FC returned to their full potential uh, before they uh, come back home. Actually, they're playing uh, Churchill Brothers next, which is the worst, 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 worst opponent to have to face right now. Because uh, just just on a song, four uh, wins out of five matches. It seems like all the momentum that was with Shillong Lajam got taken out and got put into Aizol, uh, uh, sorry, uh, Churchill Brothers. But uh, yeah, at at some point, uh, you have to hope that you know when they're facing Neroka uh, or uh, Indian Arrows, they will hopefully bounce back uh, mm. towards the middle of this month. Okay. So yeah, it's it's. And it's it's just what Mohan Bagan suffered for, you know, last season. They did not have enough squad depth to address both Asia and uh, I League. 
we didn't we didn't much talk about this much about but it but adk just uh, look like a little very vulnerable especially the first goal that they they just gave away such tough red when you're already hitting a low and then you happen to play the table toppers and then you score and then you gift them a goal shitty things happening for adk ah uh, they weren't all that bad uh, it's just that the frame of mind is not yeah. there uh, I, i think as you have started this uh, review by saying go green bangalore <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. fc making statements all around uh, but they they were just uh, too too f- no too f- uh, fragile in front of a strong bangalore fc you put hmm. anyone in, in in such a place it, it's going to be a tough match uh, but bangalore fc you know they know what they are doing uh, they just uh, just able to score from any angle and uh, there there were a, a couple of moments where uh, gurpreet was tested so that really showed you it's it's way you know it's way difficult to get past this uh, uh, bangalore fc you know, f- i would say the wall they do have a dynamic di- a dynamic defense where you know it translates automatically from a three man to a five man ATK have not been able to get that get that flow going for themselves. I feel sad for for Ashley Westwood. He, he deserves much better than this. Uh, we thought it will be a great face off between uh, Albert Roca and uh, uh, Ashley Westwood, but uh, no. When you don't have the squad uh, matching uh, each other's strengths, it's going to be difficult. However, hmm. a capable a manager is, he, he just doesn't have the team to to. put up a fight against such a strong side like bengaluru fc and it, it was expected to some extent uh, that it's it's going to be a crushing defeat but not in a manner that you know atk put up a show hmm. it was yeah. not there for them yeah. and i think there could be more goals you know because uh, there were some good saves by devjit as well and not just that his even their defenders were good you remember the ashutosh clearing of those being in the touch line man that was, that was insane shot and he kept it out sanjit coming to you worries 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 for atk meanwhile bfc has just you know fixed their spot on top for the points table Yeah, well, uh, BFC just had to play the natural game, and you knew that uh, ATK were never going to be a match match up to that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't, it, it was in the end a very unremarkable game uh, in, in the sense that nothing out of the ordinary happened, uh, and it just went the way it's still supposed to end. Since <laughs> since we uh, see so many games where so many things go wrong, it just seems like. you know an abnormal night of normal so yeah it was it was a rather easy game for bhc yeah so, well uh, they should just take that win and go home and worry about the next game okay then well uh Belated birthday wishes to Kulpreet Singh Sindhu as well. Uh, hopefully, he'll give us some more great memories for us to cherish, all of the Indian football fans. And uh, moving on, Goa took on North East United, the final match that happened, and uh, that's the last match that we'll also be talking about on the show. 
Well, a crazy end to the weekend and what a performance from Northeast United. Again, a team that knows how to spoil others' parties, right? I mean, Goa had a great chance to bounce back into the top four, but Northeast said, hey, hey, you're not doing that. <laughs> we ain't going to do that so easily right here. But two all draw, a good result for Northeast United. Uh, early setback for FC Goa with Brandon Fernandes, you know, being taken out. He looked really bad in a, in a bad pain, Kevin. Yeah, uh, FC Goa. You know uh, they have so many goal creators. Uh, that, that's the biggest strength I feel. Um, even if uh, Brandon is not in the field, you see them do creating so many chances from all around. And Northeast United, I think uh, uh, they want they want one team uh, which waited for, for for the attacks to go. Uh, no one sided they were waiting for for the attacks to come their way and then respond hmm. and that's how the game went uh, fc goa took the lead first and then uh, north east united had a reply to that yeah. now that's a good sign of progress but uh, unfortunately it was the end of the season hmm. so uh, it it won't matter too much unless they get wins out of out of these close games uh, yes towards the end we, we did feel like uh, it might be a close you know win it is going to be a 3-2 in the end uh, both teams look settled for for that one point uh, fc go had you know slowed down their game considerably looking at you know uh, you know the, the the long journey that they have you know next uh, going forward now for northeast united i would say it's still a decent result uh, considering how they've been in in, in the tournament so far uh, so it's just a comeback for them but uh, it's not enough for them to pull back into the hmm. first top yeah. top 4 yeah, so the great performance from Northeast, but too late. But then uh, once again, I mean, it's they've kind of put a little stop and uh, to FC Goa's uh, run to top four. But considering FC Goa have uh, has games in hand, so do you think they can still make it? Yeah, uh, it was more or less uh, a bad patch, continuation of the bad patch that has been uh, plaguing them uh, in recent times. This was a game they should have won, of course, uh, going by. Uh, how they have been uh, uh, just, just keeping up recently, but look, it's just it just seems like their uh, emphasis on attack is leaving them vulnerable sometimes. So we saw against Mumbai City, uh, they uh, they so often they just allowed too much space to uh, the the opening teams uh, strikers in the defense, which is why Mumbai City kept coming back and uh, taking away their lead all the time, and then got the win. Again, this was a case where they kept getting the lead and uh, losing it. So there is a huge uh, uh, balance happening between the intensity of the attack and defense. And now that they're going to uh, Ben Lulu, uh, might come back to haunt them a little bit. Uh, I, but but I think there is a there is a uh, change of attitude that might uh, get them out of this uh, fix. It's because. They were playing at home and they had that uh, calculation ready. You know that uh, you know we got we got to play against uh, Bengaluru and Chennai uh, uh, in in the in February, mid February. So let's go all out to get uh, full points from uh, these home games against Mumbai City and Northeast United. Both of which you assume at this point are not very near the consideration for uh, top four. So that's what they did. Uh, the coach put all its all his uh, eggs in that attacking socket, and they got had for uh, not being cautious enough in the defense. When they're going out to play against Bengaluru away, 
I think they will be much more cautious in the defense. Hmm. You know, they will even be able to risk a draw. Hmm. When they are playing Chennai FC at home, they will also be much more cautious. So, yeah. I think what these two games were, what especially uh, uh, you know, last night was for FC Goa is is a bit of a uh, lesson uh, in, in terms of uh, how to play, uh, how to weigh different options and uh, keep your arsenal. Throughout the pitch and not just emphasize on one department and mm. hope that okay and everything else will work out. So yeah. I, I think you will see a very different Bengaluru. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, FC Goa. Okay. Interesting times ahead because we have some mouthwatering classes coming your way. I mean, in, in ISL and I League. So it's, since it's nearing the end, we are all eager to know what's going to happen in ISL. Who's going to make it up for an I League? Who will be the champions? All coming your way. This month is going to be very exciting, and uh, we hopefully we get some more interesting stories and stuff for uh, all the Indian football fans listening to our show. Now uh, that's it. We end the show here. We also have an exclusive interview with uh, FC Goa head coach Sergio Roberto. It'll be up on our website, thefangrass. dot com to check out uh, to know more about it. Check the website thefangrass. dot com and follow the TFG football Twitter handle. You can also talk to us directly if you want to, or if you don't, it's okay. I mean, still we are available. That's all I'm going to. Say. I'm trying to say. Chiranjit Doja, Bose underscore Kevin, Sujit Matthew ninety four. Like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've crossed nine hundred. That's a great news. Uh, help us reach the thousand mark as well and more. Uh, we'll get you. We promise you, we'll get you some more interesting stuff in football and other sports that we cover. Have a great day, guys. Enjoy. Cheers. Come back to us tomorrow because once again this week looks interesting in Indian football. Have a great day. Enjoy. Bye bye. There she stands, a podcast addict. Outside the bank, having travelled several miles to get in with other poor souls like her, the journey, though daunting for this youngling, will have some comfort. because she has downloaded her favorite podcast you can see more of her species on ivmpodcasts.com your one stop destination where you can check out the coolest indian podcasts happy listening